0: in three parties of three hundred each that it was intended they should elevate their minds by reading all the books they could lay hold of while they stayed and that practically scientific persons accompanying them were to look out for and burn all the manuscripts that had any gold in their illuminations that the said gold might be made of practical service but that he, Mr. Cox, could not for his part sympathise with the movement, and hoped I would write something in deprecation of it. As I should then feel, I feel now, at Mr. Somerville's request, that I would write him a preface in defence of Helvellyn. What could I say for Mr. Cox? Of course, that nine hundred people should see the library daily instead of one is only fair to the nine hundred, And if there is gold in the books, is it not public property? If there is copper or slate in Helvellyn, shall not the public burn or hammer it out? And they say they will, of course, in spite of us. What does it signify to them, how we poor old quiet readers in this mountain library feel? True, we know well enough— what the nine hundred excursionist scholars don't, that the library can't be read quite through in a quarter of an hour. Also, that there is a pleasure in real reading quite different from that of turning pages, and that gold in a missile or slate in a crag may be more precious than in a bank or a chimney-pot. But how are these practical people to credit us, these who cannot read nor ever will, and who have been taught that nothing is virtuous but care for their bellies, and nothing useful but what goes into them. Whether to be credited or not, the real facts of the matter, made clear as they are in the following pages, can be briefly stated for the consideration of any candid person. The arguments in favour of the new railway are in the main four, and may be thus answered. 1 there are mineral treasures in the district capable of development answer it is a wicked fiction got up by whosoever has got it up simply to cheat shareholders every lead and copper vein in cumberland has been known for centuries the copper of coniston does not pay and there is none so rich in helvellyn And the main central volcanic rocks through which the tract lies produce neither slate nor hematite while there is enough of them at lanberis and dalton to roof and iron grate all england into one vast bedlam if it honestly perceives itself in need of that accommodation two the scenery must be made accessible to the public answer it is more than accessible already the public are pitched into it head foremost and necessarily miss two thirds of it. The lake scenery really begins on the south at Lancaster, where the Cumberland Hills are seen over Morecambe Bay, on the north at Carlisle, where the moors of Skiddaw are seen over the rich plains between them and the Solway. No one who loves mountains would lose a step of the approach from these distances on either side but the stupid herds of modern tourists let themselves be emptied like coals from a sack at Windermere and Keswick. Having got there, what the new railway has to do is to shovel those who have come to Keswick to Windermere and to shovel those who have come to Windermere to Keswick. And what then? 3 but cheap and swift transit is necessary for the working population who otherwise could not see the scenery at all. Answer After all your shrieking about what the operatives spend in drink, can't you teach them to save enough out of their year's wages to pay for a chaise and pony for a day, to drive Mrs. and the baby that pleasant twenty miles, stopping when they like, to unpack the basket on a mossy bank? If they can't enjoy the scenery that way, they can't anyway, and all that your railroad company can do for them is only to open taverns and skittle-grounds round Grassmere, which will soon then be nothing but a pool of drainage with a beach of broken ginger-beer bottles, and their minds will be no more improved by contemplating the scenery of such a lake than of Blackpool. 4.